Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Welcome, everybody. As always, I am Nicholas. I'm joined by, uh, well, I didn't have time to come up with anything. So, uh, Justin and Jeremy. What's going on? Oh, I, I, I was not expecting to, to record right now. I thought we had another day, but this works out better. So, um, that and my cat has decided to become super annoying. Uh, I have to I have to keep <laughs> pushing mine away from the computer right now. Jeremy, okay. you don't you don't know the struggles. I do not. <laughs> I used to. Okay. All right. Okay. So anyway, the three of us did a field trip this week. Ozzy, stop touching the computer. <laughs> um, we went and saw Weird Al. Yeah. Yes, we did. Um, I I for one thoroughly enjoyed the show. I thought he he did amazing. Um, it wasn't necessarily the full uh, Weird Al experience because it wasn't the costume changes and the videos and the skits. But uh, mm-hmm. he, he's he, getting up there in age, man. That is true. Um, but uh, I still think for what it was, it was a really good show. Um, I mean, he played he played songs that he's maybe never played live before. Oh my god! Yeah, there was some real deep cuts. <laughs> Velvet um, Elvis. I never yeah. expected I'd ever hear that one. <laughs> no, I, I never thought I'd hear Nature Trail to Hell. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> great. Um, I mean, some of the newer ones like I Want to Sue You or, or I, mm-hmm. you know, even Charles Nelson Riley. I wasn't sure he would ever play that one live. But, yeah, that was an odd choice. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was fun. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. A bit of a strange venue was- being. Being that it was the Milwaukee Performing Arts Center, where normally they're having ballets or symphonies. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was performing music yeah, he and worked. art. Uh, that is true. I mean, I, I appreciate it, I, I like how you pointed out that there was like pictures of crusty old white guys that were the founders of this, and <laughs> they would not be approving of. of no, this. <laughs> no, they, no. they. They, I'm, and I'm not sure what they would have been more disapproving of: Emo Phillips, the stand-up comedian, or Weird Al, the parody artist. Right. <laughs> um, oh, just, it was, just the whole show. They would have been like, no. They, yeah, no. If they had still That's been alive, they, they if they had still been alive, they probably would have put a stop to that. Um, I never thought I would see Emo Phillips live because I can't think of any reason why, like, if he was playing at like the Chuckle Hut. That I would have been like, let's go see Emo Phillips. Like, <laughs> but but I'm glad that we saw him. I mean, he was pretty funny. Yeah, I agree he, with that. He's bizarre. I will give you that much. Yeah, that was definitely my first uh, exposure to him as uh, listening to him as stand up, and um, I really enjoyed it as well. I thought it was it was really good how he was able to. Um, he could go into dark areas, but he didn't ever really swear at all, which was cool. No, yeah, I mean, I guess it was. I mean, I wouldn't say it was 
family friendly, but I mean, <laughs> he did tell like a pedophile joke and <laughs> and, and, and an incest <laughs> joke. Yeah. Right. I mean, I yeah. guess I guess that one would be family friendly. Oh, oh, <laughs> waka waka, doo <laughs> doo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, I mean, he was right. I mean, everybody oh. in that audience had probably been uh, bullied um at some point um mm. maybe not necessarily on the way from the car but right. <laughs> but that that audience did have a very common thread uh, yeah yeah but it was cool to see uh some families that had brought their kids along to pass it down to future generations keep the weird it, owl going it made me excited because i thought maybe you know after my generation or maybe shortly younger would the, the weird owl would, you know, maybe die off. But, you know, what it did make me think is that uh, we need to start a campaign. I know there probably has been, I know there's been a campaign to get weird owl to do the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah. there needs to be a campaign to get weird owl into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because, yeah. I mean, when you think about some of his biggest parodies, I mean, he has outlived like his you know the the popularity of some of the bands like when you hear yoda nobody thinks about the original you know cherry soda or cherry cola whatever that song was they only think of yoda like you know like as big as as big as gangster's paradise was amish paradise is bigger like, <laughs> That's, like uh, yeah. coolio, coolio never reached the heights that weird al did you right. know and then he's like even been attributed to things back in the day that weren't his just because it's like he's the parody guy. So right. Like when you would go on Napster, you know, and get like, I don't know, some random parody song from a radio station, it would be Weird Al. Right. Because I know he has, a, he, you know, at the beginning days of the internet or especially Napster, he was really big and like, listen to the song. And if there's cussing, it's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I didn't do it. Like, yeah, you know, because he's very, you know, he's, he's very, he wants to stay very family friendly, you know, and um, I, I applaud that. But I mean, you, you think about like some of the songs that he's parodied, and, and like, I mean, there's definitely when I hear the, uh, the song come up on the radio, they're probably not playing the Weird Al version. But it, because I'm a Weird Al fan, like I think of that song first. Like, yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm singing his lyrics in my head before I'm, you know, when Tiffany, I think I'm alone now comes on. I'm definitely thinking Weird Al. I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I would argue that maybe Madonna and Michael Jackson have stayed bigger than Weird Al, but you know, very there's a lot of other people who he's, uh, you know quite a bit large and there's, so there's no reason he shouldn't be in the rock and roll hall of fame and the ability of him and his band to switch from you know playing like the doors or you know jefferson starship to a rage against the machine style i'm gonna sue you mm-hmm. like that that is a massive like you know and then playing bob dylan you know it, it's you know they can do things as a band that most other bands just can't like they have a genre and they stick to it. He's jumping all over the place and having seen and having seen him live before, like I've seen him perform eat it or, uh, gangster, you know, Amish paradise 
followed by, you know, whatever, you know, whatever parody, you know, whatever rock parody that, I mean, he, they can seamlessly switch genres. So yeah, pretty special. We'll, we'll have to, you know, one, one, we'll have to get our popularity going so that we can really push for the, the weird Al and the rock and roll hall of fame platform. Definitely. Just, yeah. So just create a petition on social media. Anyone can do that these days. That is true. Well, I mean, maybe not anyone. I don't know how to do it. Well, you did figure out how to change the names on the screen. So maybe you can figure that out. Yeah. Uh, you're on a roll. I'll get on it. Change my name to butter. Was there any songs that you guys wish he would have played that he didn't? I mean, going into it, knowing that he wasn't going to be playing the like the big parodies. Um, I can't. I wasn't really sure what he was going to play. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. You know, I, sometimes I have a hard time with some of the older stuff. I have a hard time separating what's a parody and what's the original. Right. Yeah. I would say like the only two that I had on my wish list would be like your horoscope for today and uh, everything you know is wrong. Those are two yeah. of my favorite original Al songs. Oh, everything you know. Yeah, those are really good ones, both of them. Would you say that that uh, song, Everything You Know Is Wrong, is like a style parody of They Might Be Giants? Probably, but I, I, you know, I'd have to sit down and listen to it because some of them, you know, some of the because some of the songs that are the originals, like because they're style parodies, like you're like, wait a minute, is that a parody of a song? Like the yeah. Bob Dylan, like the Bob Dylan song isn't a parody of any one Bob Dylan song, it's just a Bob, but like I think of it as a Bob Dylan song because it's the I am not <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. right. What about you, Justin? Oh man, I'm. Uh, I would maybe Canadian idiot. I really liked that one. Nice. A good one to hear. Because I, I wasn't expecting the big ones like Amish Paradise and stuff. What was the one he did all, all about the Pentiums? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My spleen or my pancreas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. For an original. Mm-hmm. There, uh, um, there was another one of those uh, love songs. Because he had the, you know, spend one more. I'd rather lick the every toilet in Grand Central Station with my tongue. Mm-hmm. He has another one very similar to that that he did. He did live that I saw one of the last times where he like came out in like a, a, you know, like the velvet lounge singer suit, like really like played up the crooner aspect. Nice. <laughs> but again, I'd have to go back and listen to it to know if that one was more of a, a direct parody or more of a, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, well, over 14 minute version of Albuquerque was, was pretty yes. funny. Oh my God. Yeah. I did. I didn't expect him to play Albuquerque. I really, I, I, that and in the drive through were, were two songs I figured. They would never play live, but he did it and played the whole thing. I mean, if he would have done those two songs, that would have been the show. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I saw the trapped in the drive-thru would have been a pretty funny one to, to see him do. 
He really did have me fooled too when he started playing it over again. I'm like, this guy, this motherfucker, he's gonna do it again. He's really gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> I, yeah, there, there was I, at first. I was like, okay, this is gonna be funny, and then like you know, 30 seconds in, he'd switch it. No, he 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 committed to it for a while. Who did? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if uh, trapped in the drive-through is kind of off the list because of the whole R. Ke- R. Kelly thing. Hmm. That's a good point. It's a really good point. Yeah, same thing with the Michael Jackson songs. Like, I wonder if he just chooses not to do those anymore because, I mean, obviously he doesn't have to pay the artist for anything because of, of fair use laws. And we we do have a section coming up here on copyright law um, because this podcast is educational. Uh, Where did I learn today? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I know with fair use laws, like he, I, he doesn't technically have to get permission from any artist because of, of parody laws and fair use laws. He can, you know, do anything. Um, but because of the, the, you know, he, the way he set it up at the beginning of his career was if the artist would not give him direct permission, he just wouldn't do it, which is why he never did Prince. Um, uh, why he never there was a Paul McCartney song that he wanted to do that Paul McCartney wouldn't give credit for because or wouldn't let him do because Paul McCartney is a hardcore vegetarian there was a you know, I think it was something about chicken pot pie mm. oh, that's what it was he wanted to do live and let die and he wanted to do it called chicken pot pie <laughs> and and Paul McCartney apparently has no sense of humor or understands that like you know just because we're singing about chicken pot pie doesn't mean people are going to want it I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'll take a chicken pot pie. It does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Prince was always against it. And then there were a couple other artists who were like, no. And then later on, we're like, yeah, I regret turning that down. Well, wasn't, uh, didn't he get permission from Coolio and then Coolio denied it after it became bigger than Gangster's Paradise? Um, n- that one. I think there's a lot of different stories about that, but yeah, I think basically like, cause there was the version of the story that like Coolio's management company told weird Al, Oh, he said it was good. Go ahead and do it. And then they never actually asked Coolio, but you know, I, it, and then they find you, then there's a version where they did. And then he decided he didn't like it because you know, it's like better said, than because it's, it's bigger and, and more popular, <laughs> but I know um, who sang that song. You're beautiful, mm, James Blunt. James Blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He did a version of uh, "You're Beautiful" called "You're Pitiful." Mm-hmm. Um, and James Blunt loved it. Thought it was amazing. Wanted the song, and then, like at the last minute, uh, James Blunt's record company was like, "No, you can't. Like, it's you, we can't have James Blunt associated with that kind of thing." And forced the uh, song off the record, uh, but because James Blunt was 100 percent behind it, Weird Al released it as a, a single. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you get get on Wikipedia. You can read a list of of you know like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like we're we're not well. One of the guys in the Red Hot Chili Peppers were mad about it after the fact. <laughs> Like they they gave him permission at first, but then they were like, "Well, 
don't think you were being, and it was like, dude, just get over it. Like, does, does he send them, you think, uh, what he wants to do is the parody before he does it? Be like, I want to do a parody of this song. These are the lyrics I want to use. I That I don't know. Which I is mean, why I, Paul McCartney's like, no chicken pot pie. I possibly. I know I know he uh, he was going to do a third Michael Jackson song, but Michael Jackson was like, I, I think we've gone too far. Like, <laughs> that's, that's enough, I, Al. That, that's enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're like, you know, he's like, I've, you've I've made your career. You don't need to. I don't know. There, but I mean, also, it's at the end of the day, like how how much can you keep just doing one artist before that's all you ever get known for? Like people are just like, oh, that's I the mean, guy who parodies Michael Jackson. I say when they're as big as Michael Jackson and have as many hits as he does, you could parody him for a long time. Well, yeah, that is true. So, all right. Well, since uh, since we since I did say we were talking about copyright law, um, don't do it. Oh no, we have done to because there, there's a <laughs> no. That, there's a, that was that was our speech about it. Don't, don't, do it. don't, don't copy. Don't, don't copy. No. Okay. The more so, you know, put the star on the screen. What what do what do any of you know about copyright laws? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, um, as, long as, right. as long as you misspell things, you're okay. <laughs> Copyright law in this in this country is uh, way more difficult than we have time to get into, and probably would need a lawyer to fully, truly explain all of the finer, more important details. But the broad strokes of it are: copyright protection is for seventy years after the author's death. So, like you, like if you publish something now at thirty. And then you don't die until you're 90. And then looking at you, get looking a, at you, Jeremy, you're the only one that's 30. So when you publish that <laughs> book, when you publish that book, like as long as you live for a long time after that, you have the copyright protection while you're alive than for 70 years after you're dead. Unless it's considered a work for hire. So like if you go to work for Marvel, Marvel owns the copyright, not you. So it's not a so like because Marvel will, you know, theoretically never die. It is um, 120 years after the creation or 95 years after the publication, whichever is shorter. Okay. so I mean, like if it's something that you create and then just sit on for a while, like you copyright it, don't put it out right away, then, you know, you have 100. I don't know. That's that's where it got confusing because I was like, like, you know, you release Captain America, you have 120 years, but then it says 95 years after its publication. So I don't maybe if you copyrighted it and then you didn't publish the book or the movie for, I guess, because, you know, you will put them, you'll do a movie and then it'll sit on a shelf for two or three years. Oh, yeah, longer. sure. So maybe that's why that makes um, sense. Where it gets even weirder, where it gets even weirder is stuff that happened that was created before 1978. There's all I, I got I got glassy eyed trying to read it because I was just like, what the hell? There's so many different laws because the copyright laws changed. So basically, I know, I know it's not fair. <laughs> I want to be able to use whatever I want. However I want. On about. So, um, 
So it gets really confusing and weird. Um, but what it comes down to is basically at this point in time, anything before January 1st of 1927, except for sound recordings, is pretty much public domain. I gotta say I love this wind up because I'm pretty sure I know where you're going yeah, with this. <laughs> I think we have a good idea where this is going. Um, also, uh, I just found this weird um, that, that the the article uh, specified this. U.S. copyright does not allow for works created by animals. Oh. So, like you know, like when they put like a camera out in the wild and then the monkey presses the button and then they tried to sue. Well, that picture is not technically under copyright because uh, animals are not allowed to hold uh, copyrights. <laughs> um, so things, things get really weird when you, when you start talking about what Disney owns, what Marvel owns, what Warner Brothers own, because certain characters like Sherlock Holmes, like the, um, the, the family who uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's family that's still alive owns the copyright for certain Sherlock Holmes, but any part of Sherlock Holmes that was created before, I'm guessing 1927, is public domain, which is why Netflix can do like that's why there can be so many Sherlock Holmes movies because mm. as long as you're not using certain characters, you're only using Sherlock and Watson, he's for public domain. You can do whatever you want. That's why we get new Shakespeare movies all the time because Shakespeare is free. Like you can do whatever you want with Shakespeare, however often you want it. You don't have to pay anything. Now, it gets, you know, that's where things get weirder later on when certain, like, so like Leonardo DiCaprio's version of Romeo and Juliet, that is under copyright, but not the story itself. So, like, you don't have, like, that's where, like, Nightmare, not Nightmare. Street. That was what we were supposed to talk about. Uh, yeah. Night of the Night Night of the Living Dead. They forgot to copyright that. That's why that movie gets shown on TV all the time because you don't have to pay anybody. Um, until recently, Happy Birthday, you would have had to pay. That's why every restaurant had their own version of it, was because they didn't want to have to pay somebody to sing that song. And then finally, the government came out and said, "No, you don't. Nobody is allowed to copyright that song. That song is now." fair use free use it's right which is funny though because like who would have really known anyways if you were a restaurant you were saying that (laughs) well i mean that's the thing like like if you own like say you um you run the sound at the milkman at whatever they're calling their their ballpark um i don't know you, you can play all the music you want as long as the wrong person doesn't get there or like with like major league baseball or sporting events, like when they're playing the songs and the spe- at the because of the different distribution, like if your song makes it on the air compared to just being played in the stadium, like there's different like levels of money that the stadium has to pay for that and this. But anyway, that's all isn't, to say. Isn't it also like if you just play a short clip, you're okay? Like you get a certain length of time. Yeah, there's to you play only have, tidbits of sound bites, which is how a lot of podcasts get away with playing certain things from music or sound uh, movie clips because you're allowed so many seconds. Um, YouTube is different, and I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm sure some of it with YouTube is uh, them just not wanting to even try to figure out what they're allowed to do and not allowed to do. So they just were like, 
will stop at all. <laughs> I think I think YouTube really just leaves it up to uh, the copyright holders because sometimes they're just going to random strike out of nowhere and it's just like, oh, okay, I thought this was cool. Like you guys already ran your checks, <laughs> but apparently now not anymore because that happened like five different times with the maximum overdrive thing I tried to upload last year. Where it's like it'll be up there, everything's fine, and then like days later, oh, this this movie distributor wait, is wait, like, nah, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so it's yeah. like a kind of a free for all. Okay, so I bring all of that up because there's a a very interesting movie that's being made, and I you, I, I you don't I'm say. Not, I'm not sure if this is what you if you guys knew this is where I was going or not. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> So they've decided to make a Winnie the Pooh horror film. Fuck yeah. Yep. Of course, <laughs> of course we knew. Yeah. All right. I kind of, I wasn't sure what, because half the time you guys never know what's going on in the world. And I have to tell well, you. Normally you send us stuff and then we don't, but you didn't send us this. So we found it. Oh, this is okay. a rare instance of somebody else sending this to me. Oh. <laughs> um, because Winnie the Pooh was created a certain time ago or it's fallen out of copyright which means like disney disney owns the rights to like their exact version of winnie the pooh but the name itself or the character is now fair use or Mm -hmm. you know public domain so you can now pretty much do with and i'm sure that like there are certain characters that Winnie the Pooh, the horror film, will not be able to use because they were created by Disney. And I'm sure that Disney lawyers are sitting down and watching this going, okay, and there we go. Now we got you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Because I'm sure they want to shut this down as much as uh, anybody else. They want to shut it down as much as we want it to be made. (laughs) Do we want it to be made? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that screenshot? That was amazing. <laughs> I, I my first thought was who at, who's asking for this, but apparently, uh, you two people. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not just us. It can't be just us. Yeah. I mean, we we love our uh, B-rated horror films, sci-fi <laughs> originals, trauma. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I just when I think of Winnie the Pooh, like I feel like he's like I mean. He's not my favorite. I'm not like a huge fan of Winnie the Pooh or, or all those characters, but like he like he represents like a wholesome child. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like you're just unnecessarily fucking with by making it into a horror film. But uh, who you know, apparently I, I'm in the minority here. I, I... <laughs> so you just feel that there's some properties that should just be untouchable. Well, that I mean, now that it's public domain, you know, whoever can want, you know, whoever wants to make a Winnie the Pooh movie, I guess can. But, you know, I just I don't understand where the the desire to turn it into a horror film comes from. <laughs> I mean, I think it is that that wholesomeness just to, to go so far beyond that is to to I mean, it gets people talking. That's for sure. Yeah, well, that, that's true. Um I, so what I didn't understand, and you know, obviously, you know, they just said they were doing it. They showed that one super creepy uh, screenshot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is he the killer or is he the victim? Like, what's 
<laughs> it kind of seems like he's gonna be the killer. Yeah, like okay, think, like he's going on a murderous rampage. Yeah, so he's, he's he's finally had enough of Tigger. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope they try to replicate the voice, like as he's killing his victims. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, bother, <laughs> oh, bother! Here's an axe to the head. <laughs> Where's my honeypot? <laughs> Don't scream. Oh. It'll be over shortly. Mm-hmm. You just got de- depressed Eeyore just embracing the, the slaughter. <laughs> did, did you, uh, did you I feel... I always s- knew this day would come. <laughs> <laughs> did you feel this way about the Banana Splits movie that they did? Uh, I felt nothing about the Banana Splits movie that they did because I never a never watched Banana Splits in the first place, and b like never watched the movie. So like I just like I heard about it and I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> that was my reaction as well. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, this raises all kinds of interesting questions though because if Winnie the Pooh is falling into public domain, I know well. And again, we're not going to get super political here, but I know that Disney was pushing to change the copyright laws again because uh, several of their mainstay characters and um, mainly the one who they built uh, multiple theme parks around is about to go up for public domain. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and uh, they are trying to get the law changed so that that doesn't happen. And uh, right now, because they have taken a side that is not is popular, but isn't popular. (laughs) We're well, you know, without getting into who's saying what about what. Basically, uh, half the government is on Disney's side and the other half is fighting Disney because of other reasons. And so Disney might. So Mickey Mouse might all of a sudden become public domain here pretty soon that'd be awesome we get to see mickey in some situations that he might never be in (laughs) yeah they and people are definitely going to do stuff with mickey that 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 is inappropriate at best um (laughs) oh no (laughs) yeah so so there's that so um so basically uh what i'm understanding is that uh, you guys are 100% on board with uh, a Winnie the Pooh horror film. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not sure. Right. Not sure if we wanted to go see in the theaters, but definitely check I, it out. I have a feeling this isn't the kind of movie that's going to theaters. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I would think not. Now, if it does, if it does. Uh, because I also imagine that the budget for this movie is about $5, but um, is this the kind of movie that gets people to protest outside of the uh, out of the theaters? We haven't had that in a while. Uh, like, prob- do, do the, probably. People want to protest everything these days. Do, do the parents group show up and, hmm. and start, you know, start with picket signs? Well, people are very sensitive, but I don't know if this is enough. I, I don't know. I mean, anything, I could see it, but yeah. I don't know if people actually would go out and do that anymore if it's all just going to be done by social media. 
Yeah. That is true. I, wait, I have to go outside now. I'll just do it from my computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did. I did see. Um, I was driving into Racine a couple days ago, and I saw a possibly the saddest strike of all time. Um, that tractor factory across from Walmart there in Racine on on uh, eleven. No, yeah, eleven. Um, they had they had they're having a UAW strike, and there was maybe five people outside. Oh, <laughs> you're just like hang in there, guys. I'm just like, uh, I feel like you guys are on the wrong side of this one. <laughs> yeah, you guys might want to go back inside. <laughs> it's not looking uh, if, too good. If this is all the people who are protesting, everybody else is in there working. You guys are on the wrong. Or maybe I just drove by at break time. Like, all right, right yeah. all right, lunch. Well, yeah, everybody. Everybody had to go to lunch, and you know, I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, let's let's stick with animation. Uh, Mike Myers was doing a uh, interview recently, where he said that he would have done or would do uh, make a Shrek movie a year if they if they wanted to. Oh my God, of course he would. Yeah. <laughs> it's his only source of income. <laughs> Um, still haven't taken the time to watch Pentaveri yet. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> kind of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to watch that. But Stranger these... Things, Stranger Things season four started yesterday, so that'll probably happen first. Oh um, shit! I gotta catch up on that series. That's, heard, a, well, that's a series I've never watched. It's good. I heard some of these episodes in this season are going to be ridiculously long. Um, I think I heard that. The, I think it's like a six episode season. But the season finale is like two and a half hours long. (laughs) (laughs) Like most of the rest of like, I think they said every episode is close to like movie length. And, and, you know, yeah, that's that's a commitment. That's probably not going to be something that just gets binged, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, since it came out yesterday, there's probably already a, a couple people who have watched the entire thing. And are currently on YouTube spoiling it all. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, get help. Yeah, please. <laughs> but while you're at it, like and subscribe. Yes. Uh, and yes. keep listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also during the interview, he gave a non-confirmation confirmation that Austin Powers 4 is happening. Okay. It was kind of like the interviewer was like, you know, everybody wants to see Austin Powers 4. And he's like, yeah, I know people want to. And the way he said it, the interviewer goes, wait, so are you saying that there's an Austin Powers 4? And Mike Myers basically was like winking and saying, like, I'm not saying that I'm not saying. (laughs) Uh, He's like, no, there is no movie in the works. Right, yeah. Yeah. As he's shaking his head up and down, yes, he's saying no. Like, you know, uh, so who knows? I mean, obviously, everybody wants Austin Powers for, uh, you know, whether it's the Scott Evil where, where Seth Green is the, the center of the movie, but I don't know. I'd love to see it. I love those movies. The third one, not as much, but the first two are amazing. Yeah. Just do it if they're in like a retirement home. <laughs> like Bubba Hotep style. Too bad we never got Nosferatu Hotep. Or Bubba, no, it was Bubba Nosferatu. 
Was that part of the plan? Yeah, that was uh, at some point there was a plan to do Bubba Nosferatu where the heroes of Bubba Hotep ended up fighting vampires next. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I think they I think they ended up doing a comic book of it, but I'm not sure. I can't remember. I was not prepared for this conversation, <laughs> so I did not I did not do research on Bubba Hotep. <laughs> Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about that Evil Dead video game that came out. I, uh, I'd i like to play it. Apparently, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've heard it's like a Dead by Daylight style. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't played it myself. Is it just so that it's just multiplayer? It's not like a, like a single player campaign? Uh, I read that there is a single player experience, but it's really uh, worth playing for the multiplayer. Oh, like it's, okay. yeah, it's not a it's not like a really full rich story for single player so it's better yeah. it's better with friends then i'm losing interest in it I, <laughs> <laughs> um well so did when you know how marvel has doing like pretty much they're not necessarily sony exclusive games but spider-man went sony exclusive and I think there's a because Avengers went for everybody, but apparently before Sony got a hold of Spider-Man. Now I always thought because of the whole movie rights, that's how they got it. But apparently that's not how they got it. Uh, the Marvel went to Xbox and were like, "We want you to make v- titles with our characters for Xbox." And uh, whoever was in charge of Xbox games at the time, or maybe even still went. Now we're good. We want to do our own IP. I'm pretty sure that person was fired. Well, <laughs> if he wasn't, as soon as he did this interview, he should have been. <laughs> um, because I can't think of any Xbox IP that uh, makes me more excited than like a Marvel character would have. Fair. I mean, that could, I mean, I'm trying like, to think of some of the Xbox exclusives. Maybe at the height of Halo, I could I could find myself getting a little more excited for that. But there's Gears, it's, Gears of War. I was never crazy about that series. Couldn't get I mean, into I know, it. I know some people who are obsessed with Gears of War. I know people who are obsessed with Halo. Um, and I know there's a lot of Xbox IP that I just am not aware of because those are not the kind of games that I play. Um, but. I wanted Spider-Man, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. It's kind of shitty that it ended up being the way it is. <laughs> but you know, whatever. It used to be different though, I feel, right? Because Activision used to make a bunch of Spider-Man games back in the day. Well, I guess that was part of the problem is that the last couple of Spider-Man games did not perform the way they expected it to. And so the people who uh, I mean, I guess Marvel went to Xbox and was like, we feel like if you made the games, mm-hmm. they would be better. And and Xbox was like, eh. Nah. Eh. This, this Marvel thing doesn't seem like it would take off. <laughs> I, yeah, this is a fad. <laughs> no, nobody who plays video games likes comics. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely no crossover. Yeah, there's yeah. none. Those are two completely different groups of people. <laughs> it won't work. Uh, yeah. Bunch of yeah. nuts. 
I feel like that was a mistake on Xbox's part, but I would love to see the end of of just exclusive title. I mean, I get why they do it because they want you to buy the PlayStation, they want you to buy the Xbox, but it just it feels like in this day and age you're just being a dick. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Also, with the uh, cross-platform play, everything should just be cross-platform at this point. Yeah, because if they can do it with like, like Rocket League, Call of Duty, which is a huge cross-platform, why can't they do it with Madden or any of those other games? I did see that EA was is looking to sell or or merge with somebody. Maybe so this I'm podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have the kind of money to merge with EA. Right. And we talk so highly of them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But I tell you what, if they want to merge with this podcast, I guarantee the first thing we're going to do is uh, call up whoever's in charge of software development. Be like the switch for cross-platform. Flip it. Flip flip, flip it. Flip the switch. It's just a switch. (laughs) Why did you guys just hit this in the first place? Just just the button under like a plastic cover. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That's how I see it. It's yeah. just it's literally just it's a button they've been refused. They've you know only hit in case of emergency. Yeah, it's just that easy. That's I mean because once, I know once so we much get in about, financial trouble, push the button. Because but, I know I as much as I know about computer programming and video game programming, clearly that's all it is, just yeah. a, a button. Yeah. <laughs> what once once they stop buying Madden every year, we'll uh, we'll know we're in trouble. <laughs> Get our money. Um, Speed Racer. Anybody a fan of Speed Racer? <gasps> Apparently, your dog is my dog. Yeah. Gosh, she's very vocal today. No, I have not seen the movie or the cartoons. Caught little chunks of the movie when it was on cable and. Never really watched the cartoon, so I guess okay, not moving really. On. <laughs> moving on then. Uh, that was before our time. Uh, I I was never a fan of the cartoon. I hated the cartoon. Uh, wasn't a big fan of the movie. All right. Uh, Pop culture let's stamp a disapproval. Um, so basically, um, the J.J. Abrams produced Speed Racer series for Apple TV. No, no interest. Well. J.J. Abrams, you know, that name alone is kind of enough to make me go, well, let me see what's going on over here. So maybe I'll at least look at a trailer and see if it's... It, it, it takes it from like a, a one to a three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I might glance at it. Yeah. That's it. That, and honestly, J.J. Abrams was the only reason I even put that story down to talk about because, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, what? He's doing what? Oh. Well, it's Speed Racer. I'm not as interested. I don't understand why people are so obsessed with with that story, but since neither, none of us have really watched it, uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> I do like to call people Speed Racer, though, if they drive too fast <laughs> on the freeway. <laughs> uh, hey, slow down, Speed Racer. <laughs> Doesn't help when we're only doing like 60. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I myself am a, am a grandmother. Everyone is a speed racer. That is uh, also why the two of you don't drive on the freeway. So <laughs> not, not, not for long distances. Yeah. 
that that's why that's why I drove the beard out so that we <laughs> didn't have those problems. Yeah, we'd, um, st- we'd still be working on getting there. <laughs> Switching off at every possible <sighs> moment. Every back road possible. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, it's possible to do entire back roads and not have to get on the freeway, but I wonder how much longer it would have taken us to get to downtown if we had just taken like ES. Yeah. yeah. Probably would have added a bit of a chunk to that there. <laughs> anyway, no, for all of you who don't live in the East Troy, Maguanago, Milwaukee area, yeah, you guys I'm, know I'm, yes. I'm yeah. sure I'm, I'm sure this that's just a riveting conversation. All right. <laughs> um, for my last story, there's an actor by the name of Rich Rotello. Not not a big name. Um uh, I looked at his IMDB, there's not not a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of commercials. He hasn't like he hasn't really been a star in any one thing, but apparently he believes that he has not been given the shot that he deserves because he is too short. Mm. So he is having limb lengthening surgery. What? To gain three and a quarter inches. Oh, God. How, tall, him, is, how tall is he? Like five, five, like, five seven, out. like five, seven, five, eight, I think it was. How, how tall are you, Justin? Five, eight, five, nine. Five. And Jeremy, um, are we are we about the same, Justin? Yeah, you might have okay. a little bit. Okay. So, knowing that Tom Cruise is like five 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 six, right? You know, um, and a lot of those actors are are pretty short. Um, I have a hard time believing that casting directors were like, "Well, you're only five eight. Uh, you're too short to be a leading man." Um, yeah. Apparently, this limb lengthening uh, procedure is incredibly painful, and it's like six yeah, months. It doesn't sound like it would be. It's, it's like good. it's like six months of recovery time, like from when you're like able, like, and then they you've got to go through like painful physical therapy because you have to like have to relearn how to walk and do like. So I think basically, like, you're not allowed to walk for like six months. How do they do? What do they got to do for that? Like break your bone and then put like little chunks of something in there to stretch it out. I I don't know. It just put you you in the taffy puller like in Willy Wonka and just. I mean, (laughs) I actually, I I think I read about this once on Reddit. I think they put like a little rod thing in there that like actually like extends over time. Something like that. This metal rod and then occasionally give it like a twist. To, oh, that it just sounds painful. Every couple of weeks they come by and go. Okay, give that another couple of weeks. Tell the pain stopped hurting. Okay, I feel like it'd be easier to get your limbs shortened. Just chop it off. Yeah, um, I just have a hard time believing it's worth it for three and a quarter inches. You won't be saying that when you see this guy's name in lights and he's up on stage with an Oscar in his hands. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If in the next couple of years or, you know, how, you know, cause he's having, he either just had the surgery or he's about, to. if, if that happens, like he goes from being just a, Hey, 
here's a story about a guy who's having limb lengthening too. Yeah, a, a, a guy with more money than common sense. Right. <laughs> um, I will apologize to him. Uh, I will. We will invite him on the podcast, and we uh, will send him a handwritten letter. And and we will we will apologize. Uh, at least I will, because I don't know if you guys are really saying anything about it. Being six one, like I guess maybe it's never been a thing for me. Like, you know, six, I don't consider six one to be tall. I know it's slightly taller than average, but like I I don't necessarily walk around going, oh, I'm tall. Yeah. Depends I mean, what country I, you're in. If I'm in Peru, yes, I'm very tall. But but if I was in like I think Sweden, I'd I'd be short. Uh, but uh, I do have a fair amount of old ladies ask me to pick uh, reach things on the top shelf for them uh, at at the at the store. That hasn't happened in a while, but it used to happen all the time. Next time someone asks you that, you should be like, uh, actually, and then just grab them and lift them up so that they can reach it. <laughs> Pick them up. <laughs> I'll do you one better, miss. <laughs> and you get me that item from the bottom shelf. It, it'll be like that scene from Sonic where he picks up the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to see what it's like up here? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just, I, I have a hard time believing that that the amount of pain and energy and effort and money that it's going to cost him to do that is worth it. Um, Can't be. Yeah. It's like poor guy. What do you, so basically neither of you would do this surgery. No, no, not at all. I'm, I'm happy with my height. (laughs) I've never really felt anything about my height. I don't even really think about it that much to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There are times when I'm I'm in a like a small room or like I'm in a in a place and it is like becomes painfully evident that I'm that much larger than everyone else. Yeah, a certain, it does, a certain ballpark in the state of Wisconsin. That, the seats uh, are so tiny. Well, that okay, that this that's I'm just that's just because I'm fat. Uh, even the, no, <laughs> even the leg room in there is not very good. All right, that's true, but. Um, no, I just, I've been in, like, I've gotten, like, been in a small room or been, like, in in a store or something that's a little smaller and realized, like, everybody's head is up to my shoulder, right? And just been like, oh. And, like, it does, it does kind of go, it does make me feel a little, a little self-conscious be- because you hear all the stories about how women are like, oh, my God, men, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, I, but you know, again, I'm only six one. It doesn't like I'm not. I know like average is like what five ten, five eleven, something like. So it's not like I'm that much taller than the rest of everybody. Right. You know, most right. of the time, most of the time, I'm not the tallest guy in the room. Like, it's <laughs> not so, like you're Yao Ming walking in right, there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have no idea what you know being Dirt Nowitzki at what is he seven one? <laughs> I don't think Dirt's that tall. Oh, okay. I know Yao Ming is like seven three or something yeah. like that. I have no idea what that would be. Like, like George, George Marison at seven seven. Yeah, just like that's insane. That just... <laughs> How do you function in real life? Like I don't it's gotta I be don't. so inconvenient. I mean, just being six one sometimes it's super inconvenient. Getting <laughs> on an airplane. I I'll tell you when I really feel it. When I get on an airplane. Because I mean, granted, they don't make them for people my size either direction that I am. 
Like, even, even if I lost weight, I'm still too big to be on an airplane. Like, I have to, I either have to duck or I'm definitely scraping the top of my head as I'm walking into the airplane. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, then, what did, what did we guys, other than Weird Al, what did we do? What did anybody watch this week? I said the only other thing I got is, uh, the, uh, the celebrity death watch 2022 strikes again. Oh, I don't fuck. know if you guys seen that. Uh, Ray Liotta. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was that was kind of surprising. Did yeah. have they released calls yet? Uh, I don't think so. I think they said he passed in his sleep. I did see that much, which so. is the, probably the best way to go. That's the way I want to go. Yeah, better out of an airplane with no shoot. I, you know, I feel like <laughs> Jeremy's face just went, what's <laughs> not my first choice. <laughs> well, what's what's the old joke? Second. I want to die. I want to die in my sleep like my grandma, uh, my grandfather, not screaming in agony like all the people in the car with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Nice. Um, yeah, it just, it just says in his sleep. It doesn't say anything yet. So, he was 67. So probably a heart attack then. He was in the middle of filming a movie. Yeah. He he's one of those rare actors that like I mean he was he was always it felt like he was almost always the bad guy. Yes. It's just he had but that like, look to him. Right, but he effortlessly went between drama and comedy and like even though he was the bad guy in comedy, like he was still I mean he was he was he had the bit part in QB Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he even though he was the bad guy, he could be funny. Like, yeah, you know, he had, he found a way to make his tough guy, you know, be funny. You know, he he was. I mean, I enjoy. I can't. I mean, I'm sure he was. In, I mean, he was in a ton of movies, so I'm sure yeah. he was. In I was I was I'm looking sure through him, and I'm like, I'm not sure I've seen a lot of these. I think I'll but, always remember him as the voice of Tommy Versetti in Vice City because I just grew up playing that game all the time and. It was like one of the very early games that decided to go with like a celebrity voice actor. Like they were like one of the first to like decide like, you know, video games can be, can do movie stuff style things too. And so they got Tommy Versetti to be the protagonist of that game. I mean, let Ray Liotta to be Tommy Versetti is the main protagonist of that game. So that was, I I think the other one I remember for voice actors is like, uh, who's the, who's the guy that does, Joe on Family Guy. Oh, Patrick, Patrick, Warburton. Patrick Warburton. I remember him in video games too as a kid. Yeah, but I think he got he got um, hired on because he. I think he was doing the voice acting stuff before he became like a film actor. Before he started doing movies, and, Sein- movies and Seinfeld yeah. and The Tick, and you know. But uh, I with Ray Liotta, like I think of. Uh, Feel the dreams where he was shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. Um, even though I don't like it, Goodfellas. Like, I mean, well, I mean, I feel like for a little while anyway, he was always in the mobster movies. Yeah. yeah. He just he had, had that well, he had that look to him. He had the look and he had the ability to be like come off as like the tough guy. So yeah. did he do a lot? I don't know if he did a lot of kids' movies. Couldn't even think of one. He was an Operation Dumbo Drop, but I'm not sure if that's okay. Kids, if that's okay. a kids' movie, 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely family friendly. Yeah. I mean, because that was that was a, wasn't it a Disney movie? I don't remember. No. I don't even remember who's in it. I can just vaguely picture the cover of the movie in my head. I feel like I remember renting it because there was a bunch of famous people in it. But um, I don't. I mean, that was so long ago that I watched it. I, <laughs> yeah. Operation Dumbo Drop. Apparently, the Blu-ray is selling for like 40 bucks. Is All right. Out of print. <laughs> All right. That's my fun fact about it. Yeah. Okay. Operation Dumbo Drop rated PG came out in 95. Okay. To keep the loyalty of a village during Vietnam War, a U.S. Army officer and his unit must deliver a live elephant. Wow. It is. It was a Disney seems lo- seems logical. It was a Disney movie. Okay, and this is why I watched it. Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, Dennis Leary, Dougie Doug. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dougie Doug, what have you been up to these days? James James Hong. Dougie uh, Doug. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Dougie Doug. That is a that's a rabbit hole we're gonna have to go down right now. Uh, uh, last thing I remember was that darn cat. Cool run it wasn't he cool runnings? He was cool runnings. That, uh, darn, that, that darn cat with Christina Ricci. Eight-legged freaks. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right. Let's see. What has Dougie Doug been doing? Oh, he, he, he hasn't been doing much. <laughs> he did a show in 2016. And he hasn't done anything since. Brown uh, Nation. What was it? It's called Brown Nation on Netflix. You can watch it. Um, yeah, he, okay, he did a couple episodes of Justified and Law and Order, and oh, it really looks like after Eight-Legged Freaks, his career kind of just didn't, it, it says it, it, here, that stellar movie didn't relaunch his career. <laughs> <laughs> it, see, it says here you can see him manning the register at the local Orange Julius, so... Oh, Good for him. Head on down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's look at uh, Operation Dumbo Drop. Dougie oh. Doug. <laughs> Operation Dumbo. If you want to watch them, if you don't want to pay the forty dollars for the Blu-ray, you can watch it on Disney Plus. Okay, right <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. Maybe 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 you know what. Um. Let's find Doug, let's find Dougie Doug's contact info and see if he wants to come on the podcast. Let's see if we can't revitalize his career. Tweet at him like you do, Greg Marcus. Hey, one of these days, Greg Marcus will will respond to a tweet if, if we tweet him often enough. And maybe I should do it more than like once a month. Maybe I should do it like every Thursday night at like a certain time. I just like hey. <laughs> And then he'll Maybe. learn. It. He'll wait for it. He'll be like, "Where's my? Uh, yeah. I'll, we'll where's, either where's be my hit- weekly invite." It's like I get a daily email every day around six a.m. And I'm like, when, oh, there's there, my daily email." We'll either be hit with a cease and desist letter, or he'll come on the show to be like, "What?" Either way, it'll be great for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you did you rewatch Rescue Rangers yet? I didn't, but I mean. So I far, yeah. Jeremy, uh, Justin, did you watch it yet? I, no, I've not gotten around to okay. it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, it immensely. I, I'll get it watched by next week so we can 
if we, we want to have a little discussion on it. I don't know. We won't be recording next week because I will be in DC. Uh, yeah, because that that's what I'm. I'm. I, I anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll have we'll right. have something next week, but it just won't be a regular episode. All right. So uh, uh, I watched the. I started watching the new Ricky Gervais stand-up special. That was okay. good. Good stuff. You know, funny as I would expect. So <laughs> recommend it. I'm trying to think of what else I watched this week. I have not really watched too much. Oh, I watched Ambulance, the new Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Oh, okay. How's that? Not good. Okay. <laughs> I rewatched UHF. Oh, solid, solid. That's what I should have done. <laughs> I, no. That would have been a better choice. <laughs> it's a shame they never. He never did anything else after that. Well, when you go back and you look at the history of UHF, like it. I mean, I don't know. It's the kind of movie that, like, if they made now, would probably have gotten a lot better because it would have, like, it would have been on a streamer. It would have been like a Netflix, and they would have hyped the, you know, pumped it a lot. And it, you know, would have gotten. But it came out. It was back in the day when you had to put a movie in theaters. Like, if you went straight to Blockbuster, people just really didn't pay attention to it because that was ooh, straight to video. Those are garbage. Do, do we need to explain to our uh, listeners what a blockbuster is? <laughs> God, I hope not. I hope we're not uh, at that point yet. <laughs> um, but if you look at the weekend that like it came out, like that stretch of, of year when it came out in 88, 89, when did UHF come out? I think it was like yeah, around there. It uh, it yeah, eighty nine. So um, when you look up the list of movies that came out in eighty nine, it is ridiculous. Like the qual, like nineteen eighty nine for movies is like one of like the benchmark years of of movie releases. Um, you have. Okay. Yeah. I remember going down a wiki rabbit hole with this movie as I was watching this and I saw right. that. It was like yeah. Ghostbusters 2. Right. Uh, you Weekend at Bernie's, Karate Kid 3, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Lethal Weapon 2, The Burbs, Harlem Nights. Um, yeah. And there's a bunch of other movies here that, I mean, these are just the ones when you type in 89, but like, yeah, Batman. Go you like you said Ghostbusters two it is just a major league Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when Harry met Sally jeez <laughs> um, I mean it it is it came out in a super crowded part and then the movie Orion just did not they didn't know how to promote it so they just didn't <laughs> I mean it was one of those like you know Weird Al fans or people who were into that kind of stuff there yeah. But it just it it it, and of course critics hated it because critics hate movies like that. So it was in and out of theaters in like three weeks. Right. Like it just. I remember reading that uh, 
the studio, like they had a really good test screening and the studio was like, oh my God, this is going to save us. So like he said that uh, they would leave fresh strawberries next to his bed every morning. And then he's like, when the movie actually came out though, no more strawberries. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a shame. Oh, Back to the Future Part 2, The Little Mermaid, <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, yeah. Uncle but I, I don't know if it's an uncle book or not. Feel the dreams, license to kill. It's crazy. Glory, yeah. born on the fourth of July. The birds, parenthood, look who's talking. Tango and cash. Like uh, oh, here's the one for Jeremy. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> oh God. Uh Christmas vacation, although that would have been much later in the year. But I mean that's just that's the level of movie that came out in 1989. I mean, like just a strong like, year. It's a, it is a really strong, I'm going further down. I'm not even listing all of them. I mean, there's a lot of really good movies that came out that year. I'm sure like if you went through most years, you could say the same thing, but True. I just yeah. remember them saying like, that's why UHF didn't come out. Like if they had just been like, why don't we hold on to this for six months or, you know, Maybe maybe it could have done better, you know, if they had released it. And it, and the other thing was, it wasn't even just the quality of movies that were released that year. It was the weekend that it was released. It was like Ghostbusters two was like the week before, and then like Batman was the week after, or, or vice, you know. It, but it was just it was one of those like, why why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> yeah, well, like today's day and age, they'd be like, nope, we see what's coming out, we're gonna postpone. Yeah, we're we're gonna push that back a couple weeks. Like you know, like when Star when a new Star Wars movie comes out. Like I'm not if I owned a movie studio, I'm not releasing a movie that weekend. Like unless it's like, uh, you know, Marvel. Well, not even that. Well, Marvel, Marvel would be like, and, yeah, we could do it. Marvel and Star Wars would never fight each other because they're the same company now. But um, and you know, even if I'm like if I'm DC, like and and they're going to put out a new movie like that. I'm not going to fight that. I'm not going to try to split the marketplace. I would counter program. So like if you're putting out a new Star Wars movie, I'll put out the new like Nora Ephron movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, when Harry met Sally part two or, you know, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Some, <laughs> something that would be the complete opposite because right. you are going to have some people who are just like Star Wars. Why would I go see that? Oh, okay. You know, Sense and Sensibility Part Three, great. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there we go. That there's a perfect example. I drove by the Burlington Theater this morning. It has four screens. Two of them are Top Gun. One of them is Downton Abbey. The other one is Bob's Burgers. There you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, listen, people want to see Top Gun. And more than likely, the people who want to see Top Gun don't want to see Downton Abbey or mm-hmm. vice versa. You know? And then Bob's Burgers is just for everybody who's already seen Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Downton, I remember seeing a trailer for that Downton Abbey movie. And I just like, what is it even about? It looks so fucking boring. I have a hard time staying awake through the trailer. I can't imagine going to see the movie. I mean, I I love British shows, but they're they're geez, there's a limit, you know. <laughs> yeah, it just seems so dry. Like I just I don't get it. 
Yeah. <sighs> so, um, someone likes it though. There's my mom to... does. My mom wouldn't shut up about it. Last time when her and I went to Arizona, she was like, Oh, your dad and I we were watching Downton Abbey. And, oh, the new movie's coming out. And I'm just like, Okay. You should have just countered with Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man. You know what else is coming out? Doctor Strange. There we go. Oh. I win. <laughs> All right. Did, uh, I know we talked about it in person, but did we talk about it on the podcast? The uh, everything. Everywhere, all at once. I don't know if we ever brought it up on the pod. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. All right. Well, if we didn't, I recommend it. Uh, I say to our audience, um, well, those of you that can handle a movie that is about a quarter in subtitles, uh, go see it. It is worth it. Can I hire you to come over and read them to me (laughs) as I watch? (laughs) Yeah. Um, get the audiobook. This might be interest the two of you because you you guys are into this kind of stuff. Indiana Jones and the Temple of not Temple of Doom. Yes, no, yeah, Temple of Doom, where he had a a sidekick short round for no apparent reason. They didn't talk <laughs> about in Raiders of the Lost Ark or ever Last again. Crusade. Yeah, they they <laughs> yeah. just it was the one movie where he just randomly had a small child sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he also played Data in Goonies. Which by the way, Justin, I'm still gonna come to your house, put toothpicks under your eyes and make you watch that movie. Um that that kid up and like disappeared for a while. Uh, well he's back now as an adult. He was in that movie. Oh. oh cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm kinda hoping just for his sake that like because it's such a good movie and it's so well done that maybe he gets to restart his career. Ran, ran out of that Indiana Jones money. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well then, uh, I guess if you, and well, any, anybody got anything else? I'm good. Mm, I think that's it. Okay. So if you own copyrights on something and you, uh, you've been dead for uh, 69 years and you, you're about to, about to run out of your 70th year of death, uh, or you know, you're a company and you've owned a copyright for a long time, just know that uh, well, people are going to do some stupid things with it. And just remember that stupid never walks alone. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes and VCRs and video rental stores? Is the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? If you want to go back to school, back to the future, or even back to the beach, then the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast is for you. I'm Tim Williams, the creator and host, and on each episode, I'm joined by guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first-time watch memories, iconic scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. Fill me with pop culture. Fill me to the brim. I'll fill you with something. (laughs) I'm recording that.